How's it going, everyone? Rich here, and welcome to an Embarrassment of Riches podcast, episode 5, for November 24th, 2016, a.k.a. Thanksgiving! Hope everyone's having a great holiday. Welcome to the place where we talk about anything nerdy in the crazy world of entertainment. Today's topic is a controversial one in the Star Wars community, the prequels. Some think they're great, some think they're decent, others think it's the worst thing in all of cinema. Regardless, it does bring a ton of emotion to Star Wars fans. First, let's start off with, what are the prequels? If you don't know, they're episodes 1, 2, and 3 of the Star Wars saga. They were released in 1999, 2002, and 2005 respectively to mixed reviews. These stories follow Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and several other characters years before A New Hope, or episode 4, leading up to the death of Anakin Skywalker and the creation of Darth Vader. Episodes 2 and 3 are both fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, but episode 1 isn't. Yes, I know these reviews on everything, but in a world where more and more people are going to Rotten Tomatoes, it does have an effect on movie-going fans. And yes, I don't think they're everything, but I do believe there's a big difference between a bad movie and a disappointing movie. Did I get everything I wanted in the prequels? Of course not, there's a ton I didn't get. But did I see several things I wanted? For sure. And as a Star Wars fan that's read a lot of Star Wars books, a lot of Star Wars comic books, played some video games, stuff like that, I certainly believe that the new trilogy of 7, 8, and 9 episodes are going to put sprinkles of the sequels, but stay away from them for the most part due to the stigma of them for some fans. We need to realize they did happen though, and we need to be showcasing some of the highlights from them, and less than just hiding them completely. Some people are still talking about an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff movie with Ewan McGregor. Now, let's talk about episode 1. When it came out, it had rave reviews for the most part. You can go online and on YouTube and see people having a ton of excitement for these movies. People saying they were as good as the originals. People loving Jar Jar. Obviously, the time showed that the true opinions of the fans. The opinions of the prequels are that of almost a disowned family member at this time. You know it's there, but you don't really mention it a ton. Regardless of how you feel about them, they did have positive moments. I decided to rewatch them recently and write down some thoughts about the movies and what they did awesome. And first thing, being as I, I am a music major in college and I did all that stuff, the music really is something that I draw to immediately. John Williams' scores are just as good, if not better, than the original trilogy. He's a man that's written most of the iconic movies nowadays. And with Duel of the Fates and even Across the Stars, Regardless of how you feel about Anakin and Padme's relationship, whether it be stilted or wooden because of the dialogue, their soundtrack with uh, Across the Stars is truly um, amazing, and it really brings emotion that the words can't even bring emotion to. Now, one thing I want to talk about when you talk about the prequels is George Lucas's directing. Now, George Lucas has a ton of things as a director. His dialogue may not be the best, but he can create new and inventive locations for sure. Every location you go to in the prequels has its own atmosphere, architecture, inhabitants, vehicles, and characters that are all super detailed. Comparing Coruscant to, you know, Naboo, or going back to Tatooine and seeing a whole new sign of Tatooine. Yeah, let's take Naboo for instance. In my opinion though, Episode 1 should have taken place on Alderaan and not Naboo. Unfortunately, we got Naboo, so regardless of that, it has two very different cultures living on it. The capital of Theed, you know, the humans living up uh, up on top of the land, and then Orogunga, where all the Gungans live. Regardless of how you feel about the Gungans, they have their own specific architecture. Their boats, all their buildings, you know, everything like that. These are some locations that are far more interesting than the originals. You know, just a snow planet, Hoth, Tatooine, a sand planet, Endor, a forest planet. 
These are much uh, more detailed locations for sure. Another glaring weakness for a lot of people of the prequels is the dialogue and the acting in it. Now, I do agree with them in some spots. You know, there's a lot of CG, a lot of going up against blue screen. That is hard for some actors, you know? How am I supposed to emote or make uh, or describe feelings if a room is all blue? They can tell you, oh, hey, this room is going to be this, but it can't always they can't always bring it to life as easily as they... Uh, as the director may say it. But several performances of the prequels do have a ton of merit, particularly Obi-Wan Kenobi, played by Ewan McGregor, and Chancellor Palpatine, who eventually becomes the uh, Emperor, played by Ian McDermott. While some of the dialogue is campy and laughable for sure, these two, especially McDermott, show out much how much fun they're having. Palpatine is a definite highlight in some of the, and shows some of the best range of emotion in any Star Wars film. He's always in the background. He's always plotting. He's always, you know, manipulating people. You can tell he is having a ton of fun, and it does show in his performance. And uh, with Ewan McGregor, he just is Alec Guinness. I, I see Alec Guinness in episode four, and I imagine, oh man, I wonder what he was like as a, a teenager or a young man. And it is Ewan McGregor. He does a great job at emulating. He does a great job at copying the voice. He really does become... Obi-Wan Kenobi, where, as I said, people still want a prequel movie with him. Very few people want a prequel movie, let alone, you know, a Star Wars prequel movie, with how some people believe it's a disaster now. But everyone wants to see Ewan McGregor play Obi-Wan one more time, and I'm with them. I want to see a continuation. I want to see him watching over Luke, watching over Tatooine. And one last thing I want to talk about performances is probably the elephant in the room when you talk about the Star Wars prequels. And to be honest... I don't really mind Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Sure, his dialogue is bad, but everyone's dialogue is bad. You know, if the director is telling you to, hey, you should say it like this, and he does it, you know, can you really blame him? A lot of people, you know, a lot of people may sound monotone in the movies because that's maybe how it was directed. I mean, Mace Windu certainly sounds monotone. You know, Qui-Gon Jinn sounds monotone. Padme does. Of course Anakin is going to end up being monotone too. But Anakin, uh, Hayden Christensen in particular, especially halfway through Revenge of the Sith, really sort of won me over. Yes, for some people it's too little too late, and no one's going to forget, oh, I hate sand, or, you know, all those lines that are really cringy. But that's not his fault. He does a great job at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Obviously, it's when he's not talking, but his face does so much more expression than most people would uh, believe. You know? Two scenes in particular that run through my head are the opera scene with Palpatine and a lot of his scenes on Coruscant when the he's taking over the Jedi Temple and Mustafar. You know, he uh, when he's taking over the temple, he's walking with the his robe and his cape on, the black cape, and he's just sort of staring, and he seems so dark and menacing. I truly believe that, oh man, this feels like the creation or the start of one of the movie's greatest baddies in Darth Vader. His scene in the temple when he's talking with Palpatine wondering about, oh, how do I learn this dark magic? Or how he can save everyone he loves. You truly, like, feel for the guy. At least I do. And I think a lot of people don't think about that. Some scenes where he's just staring off into space or he's staring evilly at the at the camera. I truly feel like that emotion and that anger that is maybe not for some people earned, but for me, at that point, it is earned. One thing the prequels did as good, if not better, than the original trilogy is the sound design and visuals. Sure, you can say what you want about all the blue screens like I did with the acting, but, you know, all the locations, like I talked about earlier, they all have their specific sounds. Like, you still hear the TIE Fighter scream, you still hear the lightsaber sound clashing together. 
you hear all those amazing sound effects that bring the world to life. Same thing with the new, tri- the new trilogy that came out last year with Force Awakens. Everything sounds so Star Wars. It seems familiar, yet completely you know, out of our like realm of possibility. You know, we see all these flying vehicles, but they all hover at a different sound. They all stop. They all speed up at a different sound. One thing Star Wars will always be known for is amazing sound design, amazing editing, and amazing visuals. You've got to hand it to them. As I said, George Lucas is a meh director sometimes, but as a visionary, he is still untouched for a lot of people. I guess I'm just going to end now with my final thoughts. Disappointing? Probably. Is it bad? Possibly for some people. Is it confusing? Definitely at times. The prequels will forever be some of the what if they were good and what happened, what would just happen differently movies of all time. They certainly kept an eye on Star Wars, though. Get kids like me at the time involved that made millions of dollars. While you may not enjoy all of it, I do recommend you try watching them again. You may find some truly hid gems in there. And as I said, some people just grow up with them. People grew up with the original trilogy. My generation grew up with the prequels. And now we lead to a new era that are going to have the new trilogy. And yes, then we might find stuff that are wrong with those, just like how even sometimes we find stuff wrong with the originals. But we still find all the amazing gems in them because at the end of the day, we just love Star Wars. And we do want more of it. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today, folks. Uh, It's going to be a little bit of a shorter one today because of the holidays, but I do plan on talking about the prequels more in the future because I do think there is a lot you can say about them and a lot more we haven't discussed. Uh, Tell me if you liked it. Tell me if you hated the podcast. Tell me if you think I'm crazy for even liking any part of the prequels. You can find me on Twitter at Richard Rosansky. Also, please make sure to like, follow, uh, share, subscribe, rate, do all that good stuff for the video. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great rest of your day, and always remember to stay on target.